Hey, Sabaiti everyone. As always, welcome to the Buddhist AF podcast. I am your host, uh, Noe Chantavisuk. That is me. Um, sorry if I sound a little uh, strained. I am suffering through my sciatic nerve uh, damage, pain, whatever you want to call it. Um, ever since I was 10 years old, I've had lower back pain. And uh, yearly, kind of like a, kind of like an annual event, um, I have a sciatic nerve flare-up. And it usually goes for about a week, uh, two weeks. It's not as bad as it was uh, last week. Oh, my God. I couldn't even sleep last week. Or I, um, I would sleep on one side, usually my left side. And if I tried to turn, it was, it was an ordeal. It was, um, it was me versus my own body, which I'm, I'm already used to going through a lot of rehab. Uh, it's always you versus yourself. And so I would, like, have to grab one side of the bed and uh, will myself to roll over. And at some point, I'm just like, you know, it's not worth it. Hardest part is trying to get up to go pee because uh, <laughs> I have, I would have to uh, lift my knee up and then I would grab my knee, you know, grab the back of my knee, and then I would kick forward so the momentum of my kick would lift me up out of bed. It would roll me up out of bed. And... Um, that's how I would get up, and then I would just push against my knee and straighten myself up, and then I, I would get going. So that that was that's me waking up to pee usually at around like three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning, and then by then it's like the pain is so bad I'm I'm up, and so I'll just lay in bed and play some games on my phone or something like that. But hey, how was your holiday, everybody? Happy New Year's. Um, good to be back in the uh, in in the in the in the podcast seat, driver's seat, however you want to call it. Um, hopefully you guys had a good holiday, good New Year's. Um, talk about my uh, my little holiday. It, it was kind of crazy. Um, we, we planned on going to North Carolina to see my family down there. And uh, it was, I, I wouldn't say it was last minute, but a lot of things were done last minute. Uh, it was a whirlwind couple of days, um, starting with Christmas. We went to, you know, Mary's aunt's house, my aunt now, I guess. Um, went to my aunt's house, uh, Aunt Cindy, shout outs, Aunt Cindy. And we had dinner there, and we had a good time. And um, we had to leave early because I had to drive uh, the next morning. And, man, driving, uh, oof. Driving the day after Christmas was probably a bad idea. Uh, we got stuck for about two hours in New Haven, Connecticut, just stuck in like in traffic. And we took Mary's, uh, we took Mary's Subaru, uh, the Forester, and Subaru has this thing called the Eyesight technology, which basically it's it's two cameras uh, looking out the windshield, and it it scans you know, the lines and lets you know if you're like crossing a line or, or if there's something in front of you. And the problem is it's, it's not very good. And I don't recommend anybody getting Subaru eyesight. If you're getting a Subaru, uh, we bought a used and, um, it came with it. So the technology basically gives you another set of eyes. And so what it does is again, it, it looks out the windshield and if it sees anything, it lets you know. So like an animal crosses or what have you, it'll let you know that you know there's something in the middle of the road. Problem is, 
I can also see out the windshield, which means I can see the animal crossing the road. I can see the object in the middle of the road. I can tell if I'm, you know, going off lane or something like that. And so it's kind of redundant and stupid and I don't recommend it. So when we're stuck in traffic, um, there's, you know, bumper to bumper. It's literally bumper to bumper. And so the car in front of me moves. And then it, it tells me the car in front of you, or the vehicle in front of you has moved. And I go, hey, yes, yes, I'm aware. I'm arguing with this car the whole trip. And so, yes, I'm aware, you know, so I move forward. And as I'm moving forward, um, the thing comes up and says, there's an object in the middle of the road. And I, <laughs> I argue back, yes, the object in the middle of the road is the car in front of me. And so that's pretty much the, the ebb and flow of, of Subaru EyeSight versus me. Um, and the problem is like, again, it looks out the, it looks out the windshield. So if there is snow covering it, or if it's raining really badly, or if the sun is shining directly onto the lenses, AKA also my eyeballs, it will stop working. And it'll just say that, you know, eyesight is no longer working. And I go, well, oh, thanks. So now we're both blind and now we both can't see. So it was, it was, I don't recommend it. So save yourself uh, about $5,000 or so, I believe. Um, and don't get super eyesight. So, we're, oh, actually, no. Let's go back to Christmas morning. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sure you want to know what I got for Christmas. Um, nothing. So let's get past that. I got nothing. Um, generally, Mary and Alex uh, don't give me Christmas presents because I get my own presents. Um, if I want something, I will generally just go out and get it and say, you know, I already got it. Don't worry about it. But Alex had a really good Christmas. Uh, he He's very last minute. He got into Pokemon um, very quickly. At, at first, he was into uh, robots because he was playing my, my old school Voltron, Voltron Lion. And um, so I said, all right, you know what? I'll get him, I'll get him some robots. And I got him a... A Mighty Morphin Power Rangers uh, Megazord. You know, again, because he loved Voltron. So I figured he would like a Megazord. And me, being me, I decided to get him the the original Megazord. Um, not a replica. The actual Megazord that came out in the mid-90s. And uh, that was not hard. I mean, that was not easy to get. That was, uh, that was incredibly hard to get. Um, couldn't get that on Amazon, I'll tell you that. And so I got it. You know, it was very secretive. I, I, I left it in my car, um, the trunk. And then Christmas night, you know, we, we wrapped it up and everything. And so mid, mid, probably like three, yeah, three or four days before Christmas comes around, uh, he decides he likes Pokemon. And he goes all in on the Pokemon. So I'm, I'm scrambling now because uh, both he and, and his mother... Um, both me and his mother, I'm sorry, are scrambling to get Pokemon stuff. And uh, Pokemon is quite popular, especially around Christmas time. So uh, we, we, we did, we made do. Um, she got him a couple coloring books. I got him a Pokemon sword? Sword, yes. Sword. The, the blue one, whatever the blue one is, because I was always a blue guy. Um, and so I had Pokemon blue when I was growing up. And so I got him that for the Switch. I got him a couple of Switch games. And, um, you know, we, we made it work. We made it work. I, I'm actually enjoying Pokemon Sword uh, more than he is. 
because I understand the mechanics and he just wants to go around and catch everything believing he has unlimited Pokeballs because he was playing my game first and I managed to get a lot of money and buy Pokeballs. And so now he's playing his own file and he's not enjoying it so much. So uh, I'm enjoying it quite a bit. And so, okay, back to back to being stuck in traffic. And so finally we get out of New Haven and we get into New York. And again, New York City uh, after uh, Christmas, the day after Christmas. And um, you're getting traffic from people leaving New York City to, you know, to leave. Or uh, if you work in Connecticut, people are leaving New York City to go back into Connecticut. And then you're also getting the people who are going into New York City for New Year's Eve. And so it's just heavy traffic left and right. And Mary's not good with cars that, you know, with a lot of traffic. And so she's eyes closed, anxiety the entire time. And she's sitting in the back seat. She's not even sitting in the in the passenger seat with me. She's not passenger princess. And so, you know, I just hear like, dee, 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 just just weird noises going on in the background. I'm trying to ignore it because I am now stuck on the George Washington Bridge. And what I should have did or should have done, man, grammar. Uh, what I should have done was go to the lower level because the lower level isn't as busy as I've uh, observed but the upper level is just uh, pure chaos. And so go down there and we're finally out of New York City and we are into New Jersey. And New Jersey is everything that that they say it is. It it was it was New Jersey. <laughs> uh, we stopped we stopped for a little break. Um, it was actually one of our first big breaks. And so we stopped and and so we get out, and I forget what uh, gas station it was, but you get out there, and the first thing that hits you is the smell of New Jersey. It is it is the landfill for New York City. Um, that's where New York City usually puts all their garbage, and so you smell it. It, it does smell like a big landfill, and I'm sorry, New Jersey. Like I, I want to like you, and you've never given me any issues unlike New York City. Nothing good has ever happened to me in New York City, by the way. But you smell. You you really need to take a bath. But uh, smell aside, um, I got I got a spicy chicken sandwich from this uh, from this pit stop, um, and uh, it wasn't good. Um, one thing, it was still cold. Like they they put it in the hot food section, so you figured, all right, they just cooked it, whatever, and and uh put it on the shelf it it wasn't it was still cold and so i paid probably what eight dollars for the sandwich and that's more than what i really wanted to pay for a sandwich but i was hungry and so i bought it i took one bite it was cold and i had to throw it out sad noy and so we got back on the back on the uh back on the highway on our way to delaware my favorite state in the union Yay, Delaware. Um, <laughs> nothing much happens in Delaware. Um, except for when we first got there. We got into Delaware uh, three hours later than we probably should have, according to the GPS. But 
we get there, we check into the hotel, and the first thing that happens is there is a huge accident right in front of the hotel. Um, we're talking like uh, five police cars, I remember, five police cars, two ambulances, and a, uh, and a fire truck. And so, you know, typical Delaware, I guess. I don't know. I don't know Delaware. I don't know anything about Delaware. But we get there, we go to see my family, and man, I haven't seen my family well, I've, I've seen, you know, my cousin Salon and, and my cousin Kat and um, what is that? Uh, what, what is it? What is the daughter's name there? Yeah, the failure there. Uh, yeah. Oh, what? Uh, Sophie? Probably. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Stuttering here. No, I really don't remember her name right now. Okay. Anywho, uh, <laughs> went to go see my, my, uh, my family and... Uh, Alex had a ball. Alex had a good time. He was running around with uh, with Serena. Um, she was chasing him, and he was just running around the entire house. And I was just basically telling him to slow down because she is she's a lot smaller than him. But Alex is just a ball of energy, and so he's running around doing laps around her. I'm eating as usual, and so um. You know, good times. Good times were had by all. We we caught up on some some times. I haven't seen the uh, the the majority of them for over a decade, probably. And so, went back to the hotel. Uh, it wasn't too bad, I guess. The hotel was kind of bleh. Again, we were only there for a night. We checked in at, I believe, seven or eight, late seven o'clock, early eight o'clock area. We checked in. Went to my cousin's house, had some dinner, came back, and um, went to sleep. And so, woke up the next morning, packed up, and on our way to North Carolina. And it was, North Carolina, or the, the, the traffic to North Carolina, it wasn't so bad. It was just raining the entire time. And so, I couldn't go as fast as I'd like to. Um some of the rain was like drenching torrential downpour sort of thing and so basically the eyesight was useless once again and uh, i will say one thing about the further south we went we ate a lot of chick-fil-a and the further south we went the spicier the sandwiches got which i don't know if that is a thing like the southern chick-fil-a's are spicier but they were. They were definitely a lot spicier. Like, you, you you, knew. It hits you automatically the moment you took a bite. And so, shout-outs to Southern Chick-fil-A. Uh, so, we get to North Carolina. And it takes us a while. Because you know how you talk about, like, jet lag. There, There is such a thing as car lag. And so, we get there. We check in. We tell everybody, you know, we're here. We're safe. Like, as you should. And so, we go to sleep. We wake up. I am completely exhausted still. The moment I wake up, I'm exhausted. And unfortunately, I'm in the same room as my wife and kid. And so they're up early. They're early risers. And um, I'm still out of it. But, of course, we are on vacation, so we have to get going. And first thing we do, look for a banh mi shop. Always, always look for a banh mi shop. And we get some banh mi. It was a place called Crispy Banh Mi which is, it was a walking distance from the hotel, which was awesome and dangerous at the same time. So I got myself two sandwiches, 
because I was hungry. Um, really good bubble tea there, by the way. If you ever shoot over to uh, Charlotte, uh, look up Crispy Bond Me. Really good bubble tea. And they don't do the whole milk powdery thing. They actually, you know, use real tea and real coffee, which is awesome. And went to go see my family, who, I mean, I I love these guys. Like, we we meet up and then we go right at it like, you know, we've never, we never skipped a beat. And they're one of the reasons why we plan on moving down there. If we do move down there, like, we are shooting between Rochester, New York, and North Carolina. So, hopefully, hopefully, we decide soon because I got so much things I want to put up, but I can't. They're all in boxes in my closet right now. I just don't have the room, and I don't want to pack them back up again. I hate moving. Like, I have lived in various different places and pretty much lived out of a suitcase for, like, the last 12 years because I just, I don't know, I'm not comfortable in new england i guess would be the better way to say it like i have friends i have family here obviously i I met my wife i had my child here but i've always felt like a potted plant like i don't know new england is just not me I, i guess is probably the best way to put it like i would i wouldn't mind going back to western new york i have lots of friends lots of family there i know the area I know the area very well because I used to just drive around endlessly. Um, the houses are a lot cheaper there, obviously, um, than New England. But I also wouldn't mind moving to North Carolina. And I know Mary has some some concerns there because it's, it's very hot down there during the summer. But it's also very warm during the winter. Well, a lot warmer. Than New England and Western New York, obviously. But, I don't know. Ultimately, it comes down to what what she's comfortable with. Because I can live anywhere. Um, I've been living in New England for the last 13... Coming up on 14 years. Oh, my God. I think it is my 14th year anniversary. The 10th? Yeah. yeah. Yesterday was my 14th year anniversary. <laughs> living in New England. Hooray me. But... Um, yeah, I just, I don't know, like, Alex is getting older, obviously, I, we, we want to start planning our roots and settling in to home. Um, we've been living in this apartment since he was born, and I've never felt, like I said, I've never felt comfortable in New England. Um, I'm okay, obviously, I'm, I'm thriving, I guess, but I can't, I can't see myself planning roots here. Um, again, I've been living out of a suitcase essentially i'm i'm not i can pack everything up and just move that's why i don't want to put any stuff down i don't want to put any displays out i i have a whole bunch of toys i'm still in storage somewhere and so hopefully uh hopefully we make that trigger point soon but um yeah going back to my family like i you know met Corey, met megan met baby may finally squishy baby may and you know shout outs to Corey, megan and baby may and granny gal too by the way so we we meet up um my family my dad's side uh bat Dooney, you know all those guys jackson um we we hit it off right away like there's we've always been in contact so 
it's not like we, you know, miss a day. And so we, we know what's going on with each other, which is fantastic. And so we just have a great time when I'm, when I'm with my dad's side. Uh, my mom's side, eh, kind of lost track. So, you know, I mean, I haven't really spoken, spoken with my mom in years. You know, we'll have like a little conference call here and there just so Alex can know who she is. And then that's about it. But my dad's side of the family is just, you know, we, we're, we're constantly in contact with each other. Like, there's not a day goes by that we don't speak to each other. So we're very close. And we had a great time. And only problem is, once we, once we started, you know, getting, getting acclimated to being on vacation, of course, it's, it's time to go again. <laughs> so uh, that's what I hated about it. But a couple observations um, down in North Carolina, I noticed not a single political sign, which, you know, the liberal left-wing media will tell you. Um, the South loves, you know, its politics. The South loves its Republicans. But I I didn't see that. I didn't see any of that. I, I didn't see a single, you know, Trump, Haley, Biden sign at all. In fact, the only the only quote-unquote hate flag <laughs> I saw was somebody had an upside-down Buffalo Bills flag on their truck. And I thought that was hilarious, by the way. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of people, a lot of Buffalo Bills fans uh, in North Carolina, which I guess makes a lot of sense because we had, like, what? We had Frank Reich was down there, right? Frank Reich was the first quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Pete Metzlars was down there. Uh, yeah, I had a few Buffalo Bills uh, people down there connected with the Carolina Panthers, and obviously Frank Reich was also the uh, the former coach of the Carolina Panthers. Man, how'd that go full circle, huh? But, yeah, not a political sign at all. Like, nothing on the road, nothing on cars. I didn't even see any bumper stickers. So that was just weird um, observation that we saw there. Another observation uh, we saw was the insane amount of abandoned cars on the side of the road and they all had like you know flat tires every single car that was on the side of the road that was abandoned that had the uh, the orange uh you know 24 hour sticker they they all had flat tires and you know i asked around i said hey you know why are there so many abandoned cars on the road and um basically these were either stolen cars that you know were out on joy rides got damaged and then people just fled or um, they were all-wheel drive cars, and they had a flat tire, and um, with a lot of uh, places that do tires, uh, you have to replace all four tires if they are all-wheel drive because you can, you know, damage your transfer case pretty severely if you have uneven tires, and so a lot of times people just go, it's not worth it. Because um, from what Corey told me is they buy cars, they buy them for police auctions, and then they drive them around until they, they break, and then they abandon them. And then after a while, the police comes and tows them away. And then they go back to the police auction, and then people buy those cars back. If, if they're lucky enough, they'll buy the same exact car back for less than what it would cost, and then they'll fix them up. And so you say you bought a car for 1200 bucks, right? You, you drive it, it breaks down, you abandon it, 
cops take it back and then it goes to auction and then you go hmm eh, wait on it wait on it wait. and then you buy the car back for like 600 bucks okay so you just got another car for 600 bucks and even though you're buying the same car you know you're only buying it for 600 bucks and generally a lot of times um auctions will fix the cars up a little bit like they'll put tires on them and so hey you just got you know a 600 dollars car now with new tires whereas new tires for all-wheel drive generally would run you about eight to almost a thousand bucks so i guess you kind of made out i don't know how that works but that's what we got and so that's that's a lot of reasons why there's so many abandoned cars on the side of the road in north carolina um what else do i have for you oh Alex is now a connoisseur of hotels. So no matter what vacation we take, no matter where we go now, he has to stay in a hotel. Which, I mean, kid, your father grew up in a ditch, you know? So uh, maybe calm down a bit. But he loves hotels. He loves pools. Uh, the last hotel we stayed at, we, so after we, left, um, after we left North Carolina, we came back to Delaware and spent another night in Delaware, and um, they had a really cool, like, saltwater pool, which I, I actually liked a lot. I It didn't smell like chlorine when we went in there, and, um, you know, we were playing, we were splashing each other. We're the only two people in the pool, so we're splashing each other, and he goes, you know, he's like, my lips are salty. I'm like, well, what? What is that? Well, he was eating a lot of chips, but he goes, my lips are salty, and then, like, I'm you know, I'm wetting my hair, I'm splashing my face, and I go, you know what? The water is salty. And it turns out it was a saltwater pool, which is really cool. Like, it, you know, it, I'm sure it costs a lot more than a chlorine pool. I don't know, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. But I like a saltwater pool better than a chlorine pool. And so, you know, good job, um, Holiday Inn Express. Ah, Holiday Inn Express. But, yeah, I mean... That's the thing I hate is when you get settled in to vacation, generally it's time to go, and that's what happened. So we had a great time, had a lot of, oof, had an insane amount of food at, um, at my cousin's house in North Carolina, had probably one of the best Chinese buffets I've ever had with uh, Corey and Megan, shout outs to uh, Jasmine Chinese Buffet, um, and then we were, we were back uh, we were back on the road on our way home. And going home felt a lot quicker. That's probably because we didn't have that much traffic as much as um, as much as uh, heading in. But we left the day after New Year's, and so we're gonna go back day after New Year's back into New York City. And fortunately, this time people were already gone, so New York City traffic is always going to be New York City traffic, but. It's not as bad. So I was smart enough to go to the lower level of the George Washington Bridge this time. And um, we got lost a little bit because a lot of detours and the GPS took a little bit to figure it out. And by the time I figured it out, I already missed the exit. So we got lost for a little bit. And uh, Mary's like, hey, not for nothing, but if we ever come across the, uh, the Bronx Zoo, we are stopping. And I said, okay, all right, because we were in the Bronx. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't find the Bronx Zoo. We uh, we missed it, and so we were on our way home. And the rest stops in Connecticut. Uh, I have to address the rest stops in Connecticut. They are they're awful. 
they're not like big rest stops where the, you know there's lots of um lots of parking for like trucks and cars and rvs and and all that uh rest stops in connecticut are a if you ever seen a pit stop lane in nascar or the f1 series they're that you pull over you pull over and there are i want to say eight gas pumps and about 10 parking spaces and it's not like okay you didn't hit that rest stop you can hit another one a couple miles down no they they are still separated by 30 miles like a regular rest stop it's just that you need to be very lucky and um and be able to find a parking space or find a gas pump strangely enough there are about 20 uh tesla charging stations in this parking uh in this in this rest stop and maybe two teslas and so we're like screw it you know we're just gonna park here because we need to pee and get supplies and so they frowned upon that by the way if you park in a uh, in a tesla parking spot just in case some some tesla guy you know with his scarf um most tesla people wear scarves and wants to park and charge his car but you know screw him whatever give me petrol all day and so yeah i don't like uh new you know i don't like anything about connecticut to be honest with you you know what connecticut is off my list and connecticut's on the list another list the list (laughs) but we finally make it home and you know overall i i am happy to be home um i know i say like i'm not comfortable in new england but it is home for now i mean it's it's where all the memories that you know that mary and i have it's where all the memories that alex and 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 i have like this is it like this stupid 600 square foot apartment is a lot of important memories and it's going to be hard to leave it but i can't wait to leave it if um if i if that makes sense but I mean, it's the first and only home Alex has ever known. His room is right. I can literally see his room and the mural that we put up before he was born, like the uh, the sloth murals um, I put up before he was born. Like that isn't coming with us if we move because it is a pain in the ass to take down. And he's already over sloths, I guess. So... It's going to be emotional, but, you know, in order for us to grow as a family, like, we we need something bigger. And so we need to make that decision soon. But, again, this is home for now. This is home. It's the only home we we know. Um, But, again, we have to make that decision soon. Probably by summer. And speaking of summer... I guess uh, wrapping up, um, man, I'm rambling a lot, but it's been a while since I've been in front of the mic. Um, family reunion coming up. Chant the Visuk family reunion. It's a good time. Uh, it's coming up in July, so maybe that's going to be the catalyst. Maybe, you know, more family members will sell my wife on moving to North Carolina. That's what I'm, I'm leaning towards. Like, I'd rather be in North Carolina because there's more things to do. Um, yeah, there's, there's tons of things to do in Rochester, but very little time to do them in. 
whereas North Carolina, you know, there's more things, more child, kid things to do, and uh, more more places to explore, because we, you know, we, we haven't been there as much, and so more of the season, uh, Mary loves growing, you know, she loves farming and growing her own vegetables, and so we'd have more seasons to do that, whereas in Rochester, you have three months out of the entire year to grow anything so i i just figured i'm leaning towards um north carolina financially though we're you know we can afford more uh in western new york so it's it's checks and balances but hopefully hopefully we decide soon because i need to buy more stuff i need to get more stuff i need things but uh i that's it really um that was a that was our vacation. We had again great time. Um, good. I wouldn't say relaxing because vacations to me are never relaxing until I actually get home. So good times, good memories, good food, and so I hope you guys had the same. Um, let me know how your holiday went. Let me know what you got. Anything cool? Like, did you get did you get the latest video game or? I don't know. I don't buy games anymore, so I don't even know what games are hot right now. Uh, PlayStation, Xbox is still a thing, right? I'm a PC guy. <laughs> That's right. But uh, thanks for listening, guys. I will catch up with you later. Later.